up? Yo, yo, yo. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Episode 15 in his house. Yes, welcome to episode 15 of the British Chronicles podcast with your host, Brit and Tish. And we got our good old uncle right here. I never do that right. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> Um, what's going on? How are y'all? How are you, Uncle Ray? Oh, I'm all right. I'm okay. I'm doing all right. Y'all you telling right? the truth? Uh-huh. Y'all all right? I've actually had a not-so-bad week. Last week was bad. Mm. This but... week is better for me, too. Mm. Why? First things first, my best friend will be here Thursday. Second thing is National Best Friends Day. So y'all already know I got to shout my best friends out. People say that should be one of our things for tonight. They say that you cannot, or a question, they said you cannot have more than one best friend. And that's not true in my life. I have Ashley Graham. I have Tanya Page. I have Erica Yarbrough, which all of my friend, best friends are married. They All of them are married. And then I have, uh, shoot, who am I forgetting? Tanya, Ashley, Jennifer, who's coming in town. I'm going to forget the one that's on her way here. And then, um, well, I had a guy, Damon. We've kind of parted ways now. But, you know, friends are always friends. That's my third grade best friend. So I can't really kick He's not your best friend anymore. He still is. I'm lying. I'm lying. He's not your best friend anymore. But if he was to call me today, I'd drop what I'm doing. But that doesn't mean he's your best friend. I agree. I agree. I, on the other hand... I don't label people best friends anymore. Um, the only person I label as my best friend is my husband. Um, because I feel like if you are close to me, more than likely I consider you a sister or a brother and that makes you family. So I'm not getting ready to dis, not saying that's what you do, mm-hmm. but I'm not. In my mind, in my opinion, I'm not getting ready to discredit one of my friendships from another and say, oh, that's my best friend. When I'm kind of equally connected to all the people that I consider brother, sister. If I call you bro, sis, like we are tight. I don't do brother or sister. Well, see, that's why we're opposites. Mm -hmm. I do brother, sister. You do... Best I have my friends. best friends and then that's it. And but my best friends, I've had basically my whole entire life just about. Right. Since like Tanya, Ashley, um, Ashley, the yeah, the other Ashley. I mean, they do. I don't consider, I've never called her my best friend, but I mean, she's just a really, really, really close friend too. But I've had them since middle school. Like we literally walked in the attics together and have been friends. And Tanya is fifth grade. Damon was third grade. Erica, our mothers were all best friends. And then, and so that's that's all that I had. Jennifer's the only newest one that came in, and that's because we've been through a lot together. To a lot. That's why I was kind of saying that the people at work, I was like, boy, like everybody in all my friendships I've been through. Like Tanya, we were college roommates. So we went to middle school, we went to elementary, we went to middle school, we went to high school, we were college roommates. And now we basically life partners. 
<laughs> life partner. Okay. Nice. I mean, not really, but really, like, we've grown up together. Yeah. Like, you got a best friend, right, bud? Yes. Uh, I don't really. Uh, yeah. I did. Yeah, I did at one point. Yeah. But um, what uh, what does you guys have for topics today? We'll be talking about. So today we're gonna do um. Oh, or did you guys want to um do the uh food first, the business first? We don't have any. It hasn't been delivered yet. Okay, well, let's let's just just tell the people who her who are who she is. I just didn't want us to start talking about this topic, and then we just, you know we won't be able to hop back to her pool. So today, all right, listen, people, party people, um, what we want to start doing, and we are um, we're definitely people that support black businesses. Um, mm-hmm. I support a lot of businesses, whether they're you know white or black. But I really am particular to supporting our people. Um, and in that, since we have this platform of a podcast, we want to kind of highlight some businesses from time to time. Let y'all know what's out there, who's out there, and then give you y'all give you their information so that you can solicit them too. Um, I'm the type of person that once you get a customer out of me, more times than not, I'm a loyal customer if you give me good service. So today we're going to start with Eating Good. And that's the name of the business. Eating Good, mm-hmm. LLC. And the owner and operator of Eating Good, LLC is Antoinette Harrell. Um, Antoinette, y'all probably know her now as the quesadilla lady mm-hmm. because she's known for her quesadilla, her chipotle quesadillas that she makes. Mm-hmm. Um, she does make a variety of other things as well, mm-hmm. but she's mostly known around these parts as the quesadilla lady. So, what we're gonna do today is, um, Antoinette has provided us with some of her good old quesadillas mm-hmm. and um we gonna indulge indulge in that today as um she is a podcast um, our podcast business spotlight for the day okay. so we'll um mention her again and give you her contact information and stuff like that yep. um she also makes she just doesn't do quesadillas that's just what she's known for now but she does a lot of the loaded mac and cheese she does a gigantic salad loaded salads loaded nachos she does some wings she'll do a sampler where you can get wings and um wings egg rolls she's known for her egg rolls too i saw those on the page um saw spaghetti there, there. Yes, she does some Sunday meals, so she'll do a roast and mac and cheese. And her mac and cheese is so bomb, y'all. Y'all do not understand that mac, and it's no, ain't no Vel Velveeta in hers. It's fine. 
Although ain't nothing wrong with using a little Velveeta, but you know, some people be against it. But um, she makes a, a lot of different things. I think Tish loves her breakfast, and she did want she did say she was gonna do that. She does. Soon. She does good breakfast. Um, she ran a stint there to where she was um, doing breakfast and delivering it um, to your home. And um, I work from home, and I live down the street, so that was nice to have some good old. Do you guys happen to have uh, contact information for her? That you guys can use? Yes. yes, we do. We got this one. So, well, you know, our listeners can't see that, right? But okay. it's it's eating good. Well, we'll put it over on the side. So you want to eating good? We'll, 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 we'll um have it out again. You guys have a phone number for for people. Who we sure do. It is three one seven four one eight zero six six zero zero. Again, her number is 317-418-0660. Her name is Antoinette Harold. I know that she caters because she's catered a few things too. Great. 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 Awesome. awesome. I've seen I've seen her I've seen that she's she's catered some um birthday parties, some baby showers. Uh her information will be in the contact I mean yeah. not in the contacts the comments sorry we'll put it out there out there again uh, anybody else what y'all drinking today today is a, a light day for us too because y'all know last week I had had a hard week and shout out to everybody that reached out to me last week um, thank you so much for your kind words and thoughts I'm sorry that I wasn't at my very best last week it was definitely a hoot for me. So thank y'all for being so patient with me as I work through my dealing with loss issues. But we're gonna talk about this too. Grieving. Something yeah, different. we ain't talking about that for a whole another two or three years. <laughs> Dang, you ain't never we gotta wait that long. I'm kidding. Um, all right. So today we are talking about um the topic for today is um what would you do and so what we did was we put it out there for people to solicit kind of um give us scenarios and give us issues and ask okay if you was in this situation, what would you do? Right. Um, there are no um, names attached to any of this. So it's not like my scenario or Brit scenario or um, Uncle Ray's scenario or anything like that. Mm. But it is different things that has happened to people and or they just want to know what we think. Okay. Okay. So, um, Okay, that's interesting. What's what's the, what's the first one you got? All right, the first one I got is I just lost it. I'm sorry. <laughs> Take your time. Okay, this is a relationship one. Then we'll go to a non-relationship one. Don't do me. I'm just <laughs> I'm just saying we'll do it like that. So, your husband or wife treats you good and we can even say 
yeah, we'll say husband. Your husband or wife treats you good and provides what they need, what you need. Mm-hmm. But it seems like they're only home two days out of the week. Mm-hmm. So if your spouse works a lot, works over 70 hours a week and barely home, but they're a provider and everything that you need, mm-hmm. they, you know, they make sure that you have, mm-hmm. what would you do? Interesting. I'm going to let y'all females answer that one first, because I'm sure my answer will be a little different. So what, what would y'all do if, if y'all were in her position? How would how would y'all take that? I'm not married. Okay, uh, so we don't even have to <coughs> No, I'm just like, have to be it's just it what would be you a do boyfriend agree? girlfriend situation. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, so um, what do? um that is uh, I've lived that. And so um, it becomes bothersome and irritating. So I would say no, because it makes you miserable. You're cooking, you're cooking, cleaning, and waiting for somebody. And that's, that it's miserable. I understand that I'm well taken care of. I understand it, but all needs are not being met. Mm-hmm. Happiness does not come from just all, just only materialistic. Mm-hmm. It also comes from affection and touch and all those other things that are th- that should be there. So would you rather the man just be there to physically touch you and, and lay with you and rub you all day? Is that what you guys would rather the man do? Spend I'm not saying that. This is your opinion. That's a balance. It's okay day. to have a balance. And, and balance you and rub on you all day and give you the affection that you need all day. Because sooner or later, you guys would be doing that on the sidewalk. This is Brit's opinion. Have to pick your battles. This is Brit's opinion. That is true. See, women, women have this thing where they want a man to make a lot of money, but they want him to make the money in ten minutes so he can spend the rest of the day with her. And it's like that doesn't happen. It's like the most affectionate, wonderful guys that women want are usually broke. Because they have all the time in the world to love them. <laughs> they have nothing else going on. They're, they have no other goals but to sit up under you and love on you all day. Be in your face all day. And sometimes that makes a woman happy. But in most cases, women like this woman has to understand, clearly, you're okay with this because you married this man. Okay? Clearly, you're okay with it. You married this guy. So... You must be a person who is someone who likes to, I don't know, stay home. Because if this was a two-income household, the man wouldn't need to work that much. So That's where I'm coming from. If the man is working that much, it only leads me to believe you're a stay-at-home mom or stay-at-home wife, something like that. You're being kept. This is a part of being kept. Usually women like yourself should find a hobby. Start a small business. Do something to occupy your time because I'm pretty sure you enjoy the lifestyle that you live. You have to pick one or the other. Now, I'm sure this man is not at work all the time. I'm pretty sure he's free sometimes. And as a man, he has to understand he has to make time for her. But when you're working 70 plus hours a week, he's going to be tired. It's going to happen. But again, she has to pick her battles with that one. 
do you want to have love and affection to be on the street or do you want a guy that's going to make sure that you have everything you need and everything you want mm-hmm. sometimes those come in two different rap packages unless mm-hmm. they find a man where that's all wrapped in one package usually he sell drugs though <laughs> you had to throw that in there didn't you usually he sell drugs <laughs> but the dude no, with the job the dude, don't you be throwing that shade. <laughs> the dude that gotta be at work in the office all the time that brother's got to be gone he's gonna be on call if you dating like a doctor he's on call he's gonna be gone surgeon he got he got he gonna be gone you have to accept that so i'm kind of um in agreement with you right on this um my husband used to work a lot a lot a lot a lot he worked for the school system and they literally had to work with those children in the class and outside the class yeah and those children would call him it'd be 10 o'clock at night mr adam i'm in a crisis i got this blah 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 you know and what we did was more so like okay tuesday you off on tuesdays you off on sundays you off on this day this day these are our days boom these are our days, and this is what we're going to do. We're going to watch a movie. We're going to spend time together. We're going to hang out. We're going to you know, make that our date night. We're going to do this. Right. And on those other nights, whenever you get home, if I'm not asleep or if you're not bummed out, tired, you know, we can spend a little bit of time together, but we know for sure that nothing comes between our Tuesdays and Sundays. Kind of um, and that worked because we both had an understanding i understood that he is working now if he was doing other stuff other than working then that'd be another problem Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. if i know that he's working and this is what he's doing and he's bringing in you know i'm hustling i'm doing my gig for my family and i'm doing what i love and you know and just to see the kids actually Impacted. impacted by him doing all that work it was like how could i be mad you mm-hmm. know i can't really be mad at that so yeah for me i just you know we get an understanding these are our days and on our days this is what we gonna do and we hang out so it can be a job <laughs> i can see that i understand I ain't doing nothing. Don't nobody want me but you. Oh my God. <laughs> anyway, that's why I'm laughing. I'm not saying, I'm saying if there was something else going on hypothetically, <laughs> then I would have an issue. But if you work it 70 plus hours, then, you know, whatever. Yeah. So. And I can see the upside to that. But if she has kids, I can see how that maybe can be an issue because. Yeah, you may be at work all the time. A lot of black ho- black households, especially the single mother households, have this effect as well, where the mother has to work all the time. So she's always gone. So she can't come to the kids' games. And, right. you know, she can't be there when the kids have something drastic going on in their life. Like, a lot of moments that are drastic in her child's life, her child's life misses because she has to work so much. So... I can understand that. And as far as the husband, if he's at work all the time and like he's not with the kid, I get it. But but see, even in, that, even in that though, and I'm not a parent, of course, but I was still, depending on how old the child is, 
I would still make sure that my child understands that daddy is working. But on daddy's off days, daddy has to make sure that he schedules in time with you too. And, you know, be intentional about the time that you have. Mm -hmm. That's the thing with me. Like, Yeah, that's when the struggle becomes real because you have to make grown-up time for your wife. And right. You have to make time for your family because your wife ain't going to always want to just kick it with you and the kids. She right. going to her time with just y'all too. And that's going to be a struggle for that brother. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, I don't want to drag her question though, but yeah, I just feel like she's kind of got to roll with that. You know what I mean? Like, like take your idea and whatever days he's off, use those days as days where y'all have date nights. Y'all do something with y'all where y'all talking about work, you know, just talking about whatever it is that's going on in y'all life and catching up with each other, loving right. each other for that little bit of time. You need that. It's a way to release and that'll probably help him out with his stressful days at work. So I agree. Yeah. All right. Next question. You take this one. If the other child's parent has life insurance on them and not married, is that parent that holds the policy obligated to give funds to the other kids if they pass away? The other kids being are they the kids of the person who has the life insurance policy? I, I think I, I have a friend that's in this in this similar situation. Okay. Um, and that's what she was asking uh, because her son's father did pass away. Is she obligated? So her baby daddy passed away. Okay. And she had an insurance policy on him. Okay. She doesn't feel like she's obligated to give the other baby mama's money from the policy. Oh, interesting. Okay. I mean, and I'm not, I mean, I, I don't know how to really feel about that because I do have an insurance policy on my, my son and daughter's father, but okay. I, I guess I've never thought about it either. She's not obligated, but when somebody's, it would be like kind of the right thing to do, but it's not obligated. I, she's not obligated because the same thing that she did as far as taking out the life insurance policy, they could have probably done the same thing, but they didn't. So they can't ask her to do something for them being that they wasn't even thinking about that. You know, so if she's a person that's out of the kindness of her heart, she's like, you know what? These were his other kids, you know, I could, you know, give them X amount of dollars. You know what I mean? I don't have to give them a big lump sum, but I could give them something because he does have kids with them. But at the end of the day, she's the one that had to pay on that life insurance policy. That's what I was saying to at her. At the end of the day, she paid for that. She's the one that made sure that life insurance policy got kept up. She did that on her own. So, and she did that because she's smart and that was protect her child. So, being that she's were they married were they together or she just no her baby dead oh I think she was number two and there was kids oh. after their kid oh no no if she's a good church going christian woman then that's what she wanted to do was give by all means she can give but she's not obligated to do that because she was the one that put that money down and kept that money coming out every check for that life insurance policy mm -hmm. they came out of her money she and that was for her child. She protected her child when she did that. So her child should be the one that reaps all that benefit. 
from the work that her mother put in. That life insurance policy, I don't feel like the other baby mamas are even, I don't even know how they feel they would even have a hand in that. That, that doesn't even tie to it. So, yeah. Yeah. She was kind of having a hard time because, like like I said, that they had, not only did they have the uh, insurance, she paid the insurance policy, she also had to pay for the funeral because the mother let the, the policy on, on the baby daddy lapse. Mm. So she had to pay for everything out of this insurance policy mm. that she had for her child. So she was also like, y'all not about to do all this fancy stuff. He wasn't that type of person. This ain't what he did. We not doing all this. They wanted this outrageous stuff. And she kind of fell out with the family. I was like, girl, as long as he get in the ground, you better than me. I'm burning my baby daddy. That's because what they was trying to do was probably count her pockets. Yeah. Like insurance policy. They was counting her pockets. And what they did was they figured being that that was their they child, grandchild, cousin, uncle, whatever. They felt like, well, basically that's his money. That's how a lot of them people feel. That's his money. No, 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 ma'am. No, no. That's a life insurance policy. And she took that life insurance policy out and the beneficiary was her. And she did that for her child mm-hmm. to make sure that even if something happens to him, he'll still be able to take care of his child. I agree. So out of the kindness of her heart, she paid for that funeral because technically she didn't even have to do that. But she did that out of the kindness of her heart. And being that she did that, you know, I feel like the family should have been grateful because, ma'am, you paid for a life insurance policy on this man. God forbid something happened to him. And you got this life insurance policy and you went and paid my child funeral. Oh, you paid for it with this money. God bless you. <laughs> we appreciate you. Yeah. That's what the that's what the, it should have been. It should have been hugs and we gonna pray. We we love you so much. That's what it should have been. That's what it should have been. It shouldn't even have been no people wanting big extra this and that. No. Well, if that's the case. Y'all should have had life insurance policies too. Pretty much. That's what I was thinking too. Mm-mm. No. That's a good one. Take care of your kid, baby girl. Right. <laughs> Take care of your kid. So I said, I said, get him a few outfits and, hey, <laughs> and go that's on. Smart, that's smart business. She did the right thing. That's called being a smart parent. Yeah. Take some of that money and start your child a Gerber account. Let that money you sit. Hear me? Let that money build up for your child. <laughs> My, my son gets money when he turns oh, 18 yeah. and when he turns hey. 21. Hey, you I got two of them. the ball off right with that life insurance policy. Teach your baby. Put that money in your account for your baby. Start your baby account. Come on now. That comes straight from their daddy. Let that money sit in there. All right, next question, Tish. All right, here we go. You find out your spouse or significant other has a husband or a work husband or a work. Is that a deal breaker or what do you do? Oh, man. Um, I'm not. Nope. Nope. I think we talked about this before. I was about to say that. I think we talked about it. This man, I'm going to tell you, all this man, he annoys me. Mm-hmm. And my aunt, yeah, I know my aunt and uncle have been married, but I'm 34, so they've been married 33 years or 32 years. 
Mm-hmm. And it's this lady at my aunt's job, and she buy she he he go get lunch. He bring my aunt lunch back. He does he does all this nice stuff for my aunt, and my aunt will come directly home and give it to my uncle. Or but the man knows that my aunt is married. She don't hide it. She don't say. She be like I don't know why he does this. I tell him about my husband. My uncle comes to to the job and has lunch with me. She's he's met him and everything, but he's still extra nice to my aunt. I can't stand it. I'm like, my aunt is married. Leave me long before I beat you up. Well, most a man like your uncle, I respect him because he knows his place. When you know your place with a woman or with a man, whoever you're dealing with, you don't have to worry about things like that. Because your uncle knows this is my wife. I ain't worried about him. You want to buy her food? Buy all the food you want to, brother. Matter of fact, uh, baby, tell him that I'm hungry and tell him, tell him you want some chicken. With some gravy all on the mashed potatoes. Tell him you really <laughs> want some soul food. Let him bring it. Because at the end of the day, he ain't spending no time with you. He ain't doing nothing. For he, real. You're still coming right back home to me. You got that rock on your finger. So it don't matter. The problem becomes with those situations is when you start labeling that person a work husband wife like things mm-hmm. that's where the problem is see if your aunt would have been like yeah my work husband got now i can see your uncle going wait a minute <laughs> when you go to work in the morning we going to work <laughs> you ain't got no work husband you ain't got no store hey, husband you ain't got like- no nothing husband you got one husband we went to god and talked about you getting married one time that's to me you got one mm-hmm. husband you ain't got no work husband, play husband, none of that. That's dead. Ain't no work boyfriend. That's dead. You got yes. one. I, I, don't, I don't even play that. I don't. Yeah, it's dead. I'm, in the water. I'm sorry. So, me and my husband used to work at the same place. Okay. At one period of time. Mm. We did. I didn't know that. Well, so what happened, and I mean, our lives are open book. And the 54 episodes of our podcast that we have. So I don't think he minds me sharing. Before we got married, a month before we got married, he lost his job. Okay. So in grind mode, I'm thinking, okay, we about to be married in a month and he lost his job. We still got wedding stuff to pay for and all this other stuff. So I was like, I talked to my boss. I'm like, hey, my fiance needs a job. Boom. They hired him. Okay. So we worked in the same place, but in two different departments. Mm-hmm. But literally, we could see each other because at one point we he said on this row, I said on that row, and, and we could turn around and we could see each other. That's how close we sat. And then he was on my old team, so I would always go over and talk to my old team. You know, I, if I wanted to see him, I could see him. Right. So. He got on a team and he worked next to this girl, this lady. I was waiting on this. Okay, go ahead. And by them working close together, they would sit and they would chat every day. Mm -hmm. And by him doing that, like he just said, laugh out loud, I literally had a work wife. By him doing that. Hey, he better chill out. (laughs) By him doing that, he started to like her. Okay, keep going. Mm. Okay, talk about it. Go ahead. And 
he instantly one day i guess figured it out and thought about it and it came home and was like yeah i gotta stop talking to blah blah you know her because i'm starting to feel away and i'm like interesting okay interesting yeah so i love the fact that he was honest and told you because most men wouldn't would not say nothing oh okay so let me clear that up he was talking about he said i literally had a work wife <laughs> he was talking about me <laughs> oh okay i was gonna say brother brother you did <laughs> sorry <laughs> my bad watch yourself brother he was like i never called that girl my work wife no he never called it no you he never called her his work wife ever no he never Stop. said that but he did no, admit to me that he started to have feelings for her because he was talking she was like a work side piece then pretty much she was uh, no she was not <laughs> oh look at you boo. it's not funny at least he told you about the girl he told you about his feelings he he was honest with you yeah okay that just showed you he cared so you gotta respect the game it's a, it's a yeah but i started i mean and you know what i even the crazy thing though is once he told me that i don't even know if we, i don't even think we work there no more but <laughs> yeah quit immediately you made it no no <laughs> You to work like no tell her you quit. No, tell her you quit. Go ahead, turn in your two weeks. We out this month. Tell her you quit. I he changed teams though because okay. we because done. I didn't tell him that he needed to change teams. He felt like he, done. he changed teams. All right, I'm gonna let him speak for himself. This is what he said. <laughs> what I did was recognize that I spent more time with her than you because it's work. I ain't trying to be no cheater out here, so I told you what was up. Faithful black Thanks, man. Oh, okay. Thanks, sir. Man, but, bye. Um, yeah, I didn't. I prior to, uh, yeah, I don't do that work. That work wife, work husband thing. Yeah. No. yeah. Yeah, that'll get you beat up. I'm sorry. Yeah. That'll get you beat up. No. I'll show up to your job in the Ike Turner suit. I'll be right in the front. (laughs) Not in your Ike Turner. You know, that's what I recommend. I'll be telling my aunt them that, too. I'm like, I'm about to go get my clown suit on. The Ike Turner suit. Be sweating at the front desk. Uh, Can you you go get my, go get it, bring her up here. If I grab my purse, everybody, all you better do is hit that grab. If I get, if I grab the purse, everybody around there knew that we were married, though. Like for real, and I mean, I know that don't matter to some people. Oh no, it doesn't. You know that doesn't matter to some people, but no, no, it doesn't. I mean, everybody knew when we was getting married. Everybody knew when I and I I know that that's why I keep an eye out for everything, period. But I mean, but you should never keep an eye out. Well, no, no, no. I'm saying I'm never like I'm not the person that if somebody talks to him or something like this or, you know, like who that what? Nope. I'm very secure in 
who yeah, I marry. No, it should be that way. But if we're out or if something keeps occurring, I've I told him before, like, she like you. Or, you know, like a woman can spot when another woman is eyeing or after her man. Okay. Yeah. You can. And men can too. I ain't gonna even say men can't. Men, if you're paying attention, you can tell when another man is flirting with your girl or your wife or whoever. If you're paying attention. Some some dudes can. Some dudes. That's why I said if you're paying attention. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean So basically what you're saying is like it would only bother you if like you and him was like walking somewhere and like a female just was like blatantly disrespecting you and like trying to talk to him like why you was right that's when you feel like you would like have to say something if i feel like the conversation is disrespectful yes okay okay if it's a harmless conversation of leave it where him just you know Mm -hmm. talking like would it bother you if you two were out walking and he ended up seeing his ex and she ended up speaking to him and saying hi whatever and, and gave him a hug and, and you know kind of went about her business would that bother you uh no i mean y'all ain't got a hug but if y'all <laughs> hug, i mean if you hug okay but i know him he's not gonna hug he's not gonna hug her the friendly <laughs> okay he's not gonna hug her but Praise i'm saying Lord, everybody. Kind of went on like a, you know have a nice life hug and went on about her her day yeah, but- i mean because we've ran into he what my one of my exes has walked up on him before so it's like oh hold on hold on that's juicy i was accidentally a work wife a guy i used to work with was married i accidentally too was i was accidentally accidentally twice. twice already go ahead I'm counting accidentally. It's my nature. I think he misread it. He started being extra nice, and at the and at first I didn't pick up on it. Once I realized he was catching feelings, I was like, "Whoa, okay, April, Uh, (laughs) April, April, Lynn. I hope you're still watching, ma'am. You said accidentally twice, which means you did it on purpose." I'm gonna put that out there, okay? When I you said, no, 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 April, ma'am, ma'am. Uh, <laughs> you said accidentally twice, ma'am. Uh, no, you were not accidentally because you said you was too nice. A woman knows. I hate when a woman plays like just like you said. He said, but I really did. I really don't. But I really don't. No. You just said that a woman knows when a man, like when another woman likes her man, she can see that and vice versa. Women have that intuition, they can tell. Right. A woman also knows when she's flirting or she's too flirty or she's too nice to a man. She knows that. A woman knows that. She knows. I don't know. Just the thing is, women will be extra flirty with a guy and they only want to go so far. And then the problem becomes when the dude starts to do too much. Now she's like, whoa. When at first when she was just casually flirting, being a little flirty here and there, that was cool. She was fun. That was fun for her. Got her through her work day. But he started to do too much. He he wanted to add on to that. Accidentally said accidentally twice. You just did it again. <laughs> <laughs> you, just, you just said it twice again. Girl, bye. <laughs> 
That ain't girl biter. Let's go to our next scenario. That one has got a lot of time. This is our next one, Tish. That was good. Yeah, accidentally, accidentally, girl. He hit her with a girl by. You get on my nerves. Said it twice. April's my girl though. That's cool. How would you handle finding out that your significant other had or is having a baby with someone else while you're still together? Why haven't we done talked about this? Um, this is my whole this is my whole past. Like we done talked about this. Well, that person uh, probably ain't heard that story, but I've been with somebody um, who was doing that. Um, she done clutched her purse. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's it's a difficult situation. It just kind of depends on how it happens. I'm toxic and domestic. Now, what it sounds it. like, this must have came from a female. So what it sounds like is he must have cheated on her and there's a baby on the way. Yes, probably. Okay. And, and, and I'm sorry, whoever asked this, I'm going to tell you what my reality was and then I'm going to tell you what I did, and I'm going to tell you what I would do today. So, my stupid self was like, oh, Facebook said that your baby mama is pregnant. I mean, Facebook said, <laughs> Facebook said that your ex-girlfriend is pregnant. You got anything to do with that? And he was like, uh, no, I don't know what you're talking about. I said, you need to go find out if you got something to do with that or not. He calls back. Yeah, she's pregnant and it might be mine. So, 20, 21, 22 year old Tish was like, I'm not, I'm still not gonna let that bleep of the bleep have my man. She had a baby, but I'm gonna have everything else. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna have his heart. I'm gonna have all this. So, guess what? we gonna work it out, even with her being pregnant. Interesting. That's 22 year old Tish. Okay. By the time I was 23, bye. I left. I was like, I can't do it. It's not gonna happen. And still today, I probably wouldn't even think twice. Like, if you got the nerve to cheat on me, mm -hmm. and then you have a baby there, there's no thinking twice about it. Mm -hmm. So I think that I'm with Tish. My 20. This actually did somewhat happen to me. So 21-year-old Brittany thought she was in love with, and so when I graduated from college, I had, in my mind, I was moving to Houston. Mm. I said, I'm going to Houston, I'm getting out of the state, I'm going to Houston. Mm. And so, but the person that I was in a relationship with, he still lived here. So I was like, well, let me stay. So I didn't go to Houston, I ended up staying here in the city. Okay. And then I found out after I had passed up that opportunity, I found out he had another girl pregnant. Mm -hmm. And so then, you know, my world crumbled and all this other stuff happened and spiraled out of control. So I did not talk to, after I found that out. Hold on. Let, let's go all the way into that. Not only did was she having a baby, he done moved in over there. Mm -hmm. Oh, no. Mm -hmm. He done moved in and started being stepdaddy to these other kids. Remember, I was living in Evansville, so I didn't know all this information. He was coming to see me, and when I would come home, he would be at his mom's in them house. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he got me good. Mm -hmm. He got me good, but he be paying for it today. Mm -hmm. He be paying for it today, but uh, but yeah, 
my reaction would be, is that right? Mm-hmm. So when when he when all this was going on, so y'all were in a relationship. When oh, when that happened, yeah, but he actually got her pregnant while we weren't together. So it was a mutual relate. Like y'all both knew y'all was in a relationship. Y'all wasn't just talking and messing with each other and like you felt like y'all went together because you gave it up. No, it we were like together. Talked and y'all was like, "I'm your, I'm your girl." And he was like, "I'm your man." Oh no, we were in a full blown relationship. Okay. Now we had taken a break because like the distance had become too much and so during, so it was a little bit of argument back and forth you know it was time for me to graduate like i said it was a job in houston waiting on me so he had gave, given me that ultimatum either you go to houston you take that job and you do that mm-hmm. or you stay here and we work on our life together okay see and i was engaged I, I asked that i was engaged to this individual see yeah your your situation is a little a little different see you know let's talk about it I don't know who asked this question. It seems weird. But Brittany was pregnant, right? So prior to Brittany getting pregnant. Brittany did not answer this question. Ask this question. Oh, I know it wasn't her. I'm I, just I, saying. Just, All right. You know. So <laughs> a, female, a female that was conversating with me and was talking to me. We weren't together or none of this, or we'd be texting, talking, whatever. And Brittany and I, you know, found out Brittany was pregnant and I mentioned it and talked about it. And, you know, we were in a relationship. We put all of that, it all happened all at once. The girl got so mad, her words were, I had a baby on her. And at that time, I don't know if y'all know who Derek Jackson is. Yes. God, yes. She texted me the next morning and said, good morning, Derek Jackson. I said... She called you Derek Jackson. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I said, Dang, she got you. Know, you my Jackson, what I do to you? <laughs> because you just went and got her pregnant, and all of a sudden you're in a relationship with her. Like you can do that nothing me. First, first, ma'am, ma'am, ma'am. <laughs> we're not even in no relationship. We went nowhere near no relationship. We didn't even talk every day. So females like that have it in their head that, okay, now that, you know, you ain't talking to me and trying to talk to me and all of a sudden somebody else is giving you attention and you dealing with this person. Now all of a sudden you cheated on me. Somebody got to be with you first. (laughs) (laughs) You rude for that one. Somebody got to be with you first. Twisted in their brain. Like. She literally woke up out of her sleep to text me that next morning at six something to tell me good morning, Derek Jackson. How about block her? <laughs> Don't leave me alone. Did nobody have no baby on you? Stupid. What was your response? I didn't say nothing. It was what did you say to that? <laughs> what did you to say to that? If she had an iPhone, I would have hit the ha ha emoji thing on there. <laughs> I was at work. I wasn't gonna respond to this. You're not gonna ruin my day with your bitterness. Like <laughs> that would have cracked me up. <laughs> I was yeah, not it. Oh shoot. So so I'd have had I had a baby on you. Mind you, you just had a baby. You just had a baby. Now she just had a baby too. Next question. We off this question. All right. Okay. So that's just me. Okay. <laughs> that just was, because that be that that be those 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 females be having the audacity. And they stuck. The stuck. You in love with your first baby daddy, but you just went and had three or four more kids with other people because they can't have the one that they're 
you know they just, i don't understand it's it's moving on with life but still being stuck yeah let's what's the next question yeah we're done the audacity all right should women be willing to submit to a man prior to getting a ring yes hell no I'll let you answer as to no first, and I'll tell you why the answer is yes. Go ahead. Go ahead. Why do you say no, ma'am? Hell no. It's a, it's okay. a, okay. I didn't say no. I said H-E-W, hockey why, stick. Why do you say hell no, ma'am? Because when you start doing, why buy the cow when you can get the milk for free? So that's the answer to your why is you saying no? It's okay to do things and show him that you are in there for the long haul there's many things you can do but if you give it all to him now what does he have to look forward to later so you call that as giving all to him now is what you call that so i'm asking you a question. i'm gonna ask you a question so if you're dating the guy okay and the guy is basically when you're when you're dating somebody Basically, in my mind, you're dating somebody because you feel like you want this person to be in a relationship with you. You want to be this person's girlfriend. When y'all become in a relationship, the goal is you want to be this person's wife. You're not just their boyfriend or girlfriend just because you're in a relationship with them because the next step is you want to get married, right? So during the relationship stage, shouldn't you be showing this man why you should be his wife? And shouldn't he be showing you why he should be your husband. Why should y'all be stagnant doing girlfriend and girlfriend things during that stage? And that's how people end up in relationships for 10 years and there's no reason. So. Because no one wants to be like, when I say submit, I feel like a woman should only submit because men submit too. But I feel like a woman should only submit to a man that she fully trusts. Trust mm-hmm. in that a woman trusts this man to be a leader. She trusts mm-hmm. the path that he's going to lead her down. I've known some women that are submitting to a man and they don't have a ring because this man has came into her life and he's basically like, okay, you know, this is what we're doing. You know what I mean? On, on Mondays, I'm going to do this. Tuesdays you'll do this okay I, I'm taking care of the bills I'm going to take her X, Y, and Z baby uh, I just need you to do woo 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 how you feel about that oh that's fine I, I like it. he's taking charge okay baby uh, we're going to plan trips you know what I mean every every six months or every three months we're going to go somewhere as a family and then on, on least we're going to do this he's lead. he's taking charge he's leading this is now she feels she can trust him when they're together she don't never have to worry about the rent because he take care of that he makes her feel secure. You see what I'm saying? Somebody submits somebody who they feel secure with. You have to be able to, that's when they do that, that relationship thing they'll do where you might see the therapist guy have the man standing in the back with his arms out, have the woman fold her arms across her chest and she's supposed to fall back. And the man is supposed to catch her. That is a form of submission. She's basically falling back. She could get hurt. She could fall flat on her back and hurt herself. It is up to that man to make her feel secure. Not every woman is going to participate in that drill because every man don't trust, every woman don't trust a man to catch them if they fall. So I I understand what Brit is saying. 
Mm-hmm. And I understand what you're saying. Mm-hmm. In my life, if and I'm I'm teetering toward your side, Ray. I'm gonna tell you why. <laughs> let, let me tell you why. Perfect. Let, let me explain. Because the thing is, when you naturally do trust somebody, period, relationship, you know, or not, you find yourself opening up to them. Correct. You you end up letting them know some deep, vulnerable stuff and all that stuff. You know, even if that's like a best friend or a friend or a, a significant other or something like that. Correct. So if you naturally trust somebody. Mm-hmm. You're gonna naturally, okay. Women who don't have it a, a head problem with submission or with the word submission will yeah. naturally start to submit to their significant other or husband. Mm-hmm. Um, prior to the ring, there's nothing wrong with it if you oh. know that's where y'all both are headed. Correct. If that's the goal, we both are headed to our marriage. We're both, you know, just it's time is just going to get us there. Mm-hmm. Then, okay, I don't see anything wrong with it. But if this is somebody you just dating around and, you know, oh, we just, you know, we dating with no real goal in mind, then, and y'all, you know, you have your own and they have their own. And I mean, I don't really see a point to it. But then again, there's no point to the relationship at that point. But correct. I just really think that if you are, if you trust somebody, you're naturally going to submit to them. Your guard is going to come down before you even know it. And you're going to be okay with following their lead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, yeah. Now, don't get it wrong. Like, I agree with submission. Let, let's right. get that. Right. Because I have been married well, before. before and I the had, ring, though. Right. And that was the key thing for me. It's not that the ring ultimately changed everything. It was like, for me... I can do some of these things now, but I want you to, once we are totally in this together, then I can, because- want stuff to look, want them to have something to look forward to. Exactly. And that can even be, it doesn't have to be just sexually because there's a lot of things off limits to me before my husband. Right. That's all, all that's all reserved for just him. And so, um, you know that that's what it is for me. It's not even a, it's not even a mental game or anything like that. I just think, I, I just draw the line a little bit before because I I mean like you said it is natural to submit because I I'm I'm a woman of of the home I may have act all hard and be all petty but like Rayburn told y'all last week when people are over in my house I'm a host whatever y'all want whatever y'all need like I host to the the full effect yeah and so and that's what I love to do and that's. And that's where I'm at with, in a relationship. I just want me somebody that I can cater to, that I can love on, and I can cater to. But if I do that too early, there's not going to be a ring later. Like, why why ring her and she's doing all this now? And I understand where you're coming from with that. But that, to me, comes from women who think like that is based off experience. And sometimes women like that who think that way often miss their blessings because they are thinking from a past standpoint moving into the future and you're going to always ruin your blessing because technically when you do that a woman steps into a man and this is a new man and she's expecting this man to be faithful i just was talking about this 
because a woman had asked, why do men cheat? Why who cheat? Why, why do men cheat? cheat? And I had to explain. Black men don't cheat. Basically, when women move into a situation and they have hurt from their past, basically they're moving into a new man, but they still have harboring hurt and pain from their last situation. Well, technically, this man that you're dealing with now is not going to have the full you. You're emotionally already stepping into the situation with another man's feelings. You're already stepping into that. You're not even fully healed from your past. So when this man starts to physically cheat on you, y'all basically doing the same thing to each other. He's cheating on you physically. You're cheating on him emotionally. The only that's there's no real big difference with y'all doing. Neither one of y'all are giving each other all of y'all. Mm, that's good. That's Neither a good way. One of y'all are doing that. So you oh, have to mirror what you want. So when you come into a situation and you're and you're completely healed from your past. That's why we talked about last episode, self-care, self-love, because when you do that and you go into a situation and you love yourself, you don't depend on another man to basically make you happy. You're already happy. Right. So when that man leaves, if that man decides to leave, you won't be tore up. You won't be that woman messed up and breaking his windows and doing crazy stuff. You know why? Because you can't get into the situation. So you will leave happy. When it, did you guys see a Jasmine Sullivan marriage? Have you guys seen that? Never, never. Did Jasmine Sullivan married while she busting windows out of cars? Is she married? No. Hold on, hold on. Who, who ain't busting no windows out no car? <laughs> no, I said Jasmine Sullivan. Is she married? No. No, I don't think yeah. so. She's not going to be. And songs like that is why. So women that are coming, don't do that. Women that come into a situation, she get out of the they don't end up putting their all into a man to the point where when that man leaves, they don't have anything emotionally to give themselves because he took everything. Yeah, makes sense. So, yeah. What did your husband say? I know. This is why I love Charles. He's talking yes, a lot today, said, boo. Another perspective is that the man may also look be looking to see if you're a woman who's willing to submit be completely closed off prior to marriage may cause you to overlook i love i just said the same thing you did like that will make you miss your blessing because you're thinking about the past so the past makes you put a wall up and now you're expecting this new man to tear down a wall that he did not build yep so you're going to miss your blessing because this new man, he wants to marry you. But if you're not showing him that you can be a wife, why would he even go for that? He's going to treat you like what you're showing him. You would never get a ring if you don't act like you deserve one. It's the same thing as being at a job. If you're doing subpar work, why would you ever get a raise? It makes sense. Why would, it, why would the boss at your job ever think to promote you? To where you want to be if you're showing him where you're at you're happy to be there mm. so if you're showing a man that you're happy to be a girlfriend don't expect wife treatments and i agree with that i i've told i've told people that before like yeah, yeah. don't expect it's wife like, treatments baby. i don't know that i agree or disagree <laughs> yeah <laughs> i guess that's why i'm still single huh <laughs> I ain't <saying> nothing. <laughs> 
<laughs> Moving on. Kick rocks, Raybud. Yeah, I ain't saying nothing. What would you do if you weren't in love love with, with so your spouse anymore, but had the life you've always dreamed of? Happiness is more important. That's deep. That's deep. Um, uh, well, because you can remember we. I think I wrote, I put that in our group message. What love was to me. I heard it and I was like, "Dang, love is not a feeling. It's what you do when your feelings stop." Yeah, remember me putting that in the group message. So yeah, when you was defining what is love to you, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I honestly. I would try to, first of all, figure out why I'm not in love anymore. Mm -hmm. I don't, um, in my mind, just the same way you fall in love, you can fall out. I mean, just the way you fall out of love, you can go fall fall back back in in love. love. Like, um, there are times where you so-called people so-called fall out of love because things change the the dynamic of the relationship changes it don't look like it used to look yeah or you know things are not the same as they you know once were but that does not mean that the relationship is broken and it doesn't mean falling out of love neither Right. It could mean that you need to adjust or change in the same way that your relationship has. I mean, because people change. We evolve. You're not the same person that you were when you got married 10 years ago. Yeah. Hopefully. Like, so I I feel like you can, it's much easier if you have the life that you've dreamed of, then make your marriage work. If there's no abuse, if there's no abuse, there's no, you know, anything like that to where you're harmed Mm -hmm. and your issue is that you've fallen out of love. Why? Why? What's missing that it can't be fixed? Yeah. Denying me to a whole nother woman in front of my face. Yeah, that could do it. But when she said the life she's always dreamed of. Basically, the life you always dreamed of sounds like because for her to even ask that question, she's considering staying there. So that means basically it's a financial thing, which means the person is doing something for you financially and taking care of you financially. Mm -hmm. So basically, (laughs) you're settling in a way. So I feel like if she is falling out of love with this man like she says you may be honestly in the way of someone else's husband and you need to move out of the way yeah it's, what you're trying to do is you're thinking about keeping him around because of what he's doing for you and what he's giving mm, that's you a good. don't even care about him anymore is what it sounds like so what you're doing is you're standing in the way of some woman else's happiness thank you she's looking for the man you got and right now you're harboring this man and holding him hostage due to what he's doing for you financially and you're gonna always be a miserable person because right now you could be standing you're holding him here in a place where some other man is probably supposed to be 
or or no man is supposed to be right maybe at this moment is a moment you're supposed to be by yourself and maybe learn you how to build like you dreamed of on your so, own so you can give your own self the life yep. you dreamed of yep learn how to build the life you dreamed of on your own well what you're doing is you holding on to somebody else's husband and now this other woman is sitting out here miserable because you got her husband <laughs> you got it and you don't even really want it you don't even right. like the man you don't even care about it but I'm you telling you this because of what he's doing for you sad thing is you want a man to do for you what you're not even willing to do for yourself, do for yourself. that's good stuff yeah so <laughs> in a way that woman is going to if she's not already going to make herself very miserable and she's going to start to pass that along to where sooner or later she's not going to be able to ask that question because he's going to leave. Yeah, something's going to happen to where, I mean, it can't stay that way forever. Too. Yeah, he's going to leave. He's going to notice that he's going to want to have sex sometimes and she's not in the mood. She's always not feeling like doing it. He's going. To, a man is going to notice that. that yeah. With her. And he's going to start asking, baby, what's wrong? Oh, nothing. Sooner or later, he's gonna start getting what he's missing at home in a house, somewhere else, in an yeah. apartment, and in somewhere else. If it ain't at home, he's gonna go to an apartment and get it. He's gonna go to another house and get it. He's gonna go to not go to an apartment. And get it. You petty. Hey, he's gonna go somewhere else. If this is missing at home, you ain't got no TV at home. He's gonna go to another place and get the TV. He ain't getting what he getting at home. He's gonna go somewhere else. It's vice versa. If a woman's not getting what she's getting at home, she's going to go somewhere else and get it. So you make sure you keep your home stock with everything that your spouse needs. That is so true. So that way, your spouse ain't never got to leave. That way, when stuff happens when you get quarantined, you're, they're happy to be in the house with you. Because everything that spouse needs is in the house. Right. You know, there was a high, a high rate of separation and divorces during quarantine. I bet it was. I got pregnant. You, they, you, I got you. pregnant during quarantine, so you ain't, used to, <laughs> you ain't used to being at home with your spouse all the time. Bridget got pregnant during quarantine too, so. You know what? Oh, right. I bet she did. Yeah, she did. Yeah. Right. I, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Look at him talking about it. <laughs> oh, God. Hey. <laughs> but yeah. Stop, Charles. <laughs> oh. <laughs> what do you say? I'm not putting that emoji up there. Whatever. I don't know. Do that. Oh, God. Oh, my dog. Charles been on a roll tonight. <laughs> well, that was our last question. Um, my dog. <laughs> oh, we had some good ones. Well, they were good, y'all. Yeah, uh, you can talk about her food again, too, for the people that might have missed it. Uh, you can tell them where we got the food from. Eating Good Soul Food. I mean, Eating Good LLC. And good to that Harold, I put her information in the, um, in the comments. And then she, you have uh, listeners, you the people that are listening. Do you, because you know, like myself, yes. Do you have Do you have her uh, her phone number for the listeners? Who her phone her? number three one seven. She is in the Indianapolis area. Four one eight zero six six zero. Um, 
she has food that she delivers you can go pick it up every single day she's got something that she's cooking and she posted on her facebook so if you want to go um do you have her facebook name be friends with her be friends with her on facebook her name is spelled a-n-t-o-i-n-e-t-t-e antoinette harrell h-a-r-r-e-l-l and she's with I have eating some good. questions for next time. I can say I'm eating sorry. Good. Eating Good LLC. Eating Good is also her business page. Okay. Okay. So she so she makes y'all, she makes macaroni and cheese regular. Mm-hmm. But she also makes the loaded macaroni and cheeses, the quesadillas, the egg rolls, the um the wings. She has those uh-huh. really crunchy, flavorful wings. Yeah. She does um Rose, sometimes she does Sunday meals, she does rose. She's been doing the chicken salad. Those of you that like chicken salad with fruits and nuts, she's been doing that, and that's been a hit. She does a loaded salad, she does some loaded nachos. She got she has so much stuff, y'all. When I tell y'all the food is so bomb, it's so good. Y'all gotta check her out. And it's reasonably priced as well. It is, it is. Um, so today was eating good um if you are a business owner and you're listening to us and you would like for us to highlight or spotlight your business just send us i wanted to talk about this is see this is what i wanted y'all to do see that way we can start getting those businesses in now that way we can start lining them up you know what i mean and all that'd be already so yeah if you want to um us to highlight your business please um send us an inbox and um we will get back to you on when we'll be able to do that and all the other details um in regards to that um april says she has questions for next time how do you submit april you can text me you can give them to me when i come over you can inbox our podcast page either way how do you submit yeah no 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 how does she submit her questions oh okay because i was gonna answer that (laughs) no (laughs) you tried it there you go you can just however you can contact me and Brittany. um you can do it to our individual pages on facebook or you can send it to our podcast page and we will both be able to read them and next week um we don't have a topic, but we're gonna do this again at some point. But I mean, will you be here next week? Yes. Oh, okay. Yes, I will be. Here. Tisha's going on vacation, y'all. So I will be still be here. She will be gone. Interesting. Oh, wow. Interesting. Anyways, okay. Well, we thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of the British Chronicles. Okay, you still hired this week, girl. You still hired. Wow. Oh my gosh. Featuring um Brit and Tish and good old Uncle Ray over there. Thank you all for talking with us. This was a fun show. It was real cool. It was. Have a great next week. Next week, Tuesday, 8 p.m. British Chronicles. Y'all better be here. Eight-ish. Little little after eight. Eight Eight-ish. Good night.